Hi there guys and welcome to today's live stream. We're gonna be talking about back pain if you're young. Why have you got it? What might be contributing to it? How it doesn't really differ, it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, back pain generally is broken down into the same sort of causes, the same sort of reasons, the same sort of injuries that can affect us at lots of different ages. There are some nuanced differences, but we're gonna talk about it if you're young today. So hopefully you're gonna find this really, really helpful. If you're not quote unquote young, well, you're as young as you feel, this will still be packed full of useful content for you, maybe family members as well. So hopefully you guys are gonna find it really, really interesting. If you're new to the channel, as always, please do consider subscribing to the channel. If you find these videos helpful, then you can share them with anyone that might also find that video helpful as well. And with that being said, let's get into today's topic. So as always, we'll be going into Q&A at the end of the live stream. So if you've got any questions, then please do post those in the comments below. Lara's the other side of the mic, so she'll be able to take those down and go through them at the end. The sort of the rough schedule for today's live stream is gonna be talking a little bit about sort of how technology has influenced people growing up nowadays uh, and why this kind of feeds into us getting back pain at a younger age. Um, also sort of the way in which we're using our body on a daily basis with things like studying for longer and longer periods into our sort of early adulthood, uh, those sorts of things really can play a role in the way in which we develop and the prevalence of back pain as well. So it's something that the younger generations uh, are contending with that previous generations maybe haven't had to, which is why some people are struggling a little bit more at younger ages. And we'll also talk a bit about our experience in the clinic, um, some very interesting observations that have taken place uh, over the years. And also I'll get into with the spine down here, I'll get into sort of what is causing your back pain so you can understand that. So if you are new to the channel, we will get into what is going to be causing your back pain, uh, you know, if you're a young person that's, that's struggling. So uh, first and foremost, one of the things that people just don't tend to consider is that young people are growing up around technology. And I see this a lot in clinic when patients come in with their sort of, maybe the, the, their child is five, seven, 10 years old, patients don't tend to come in with their sort of uh, late teenage uh, children, it doesn't tend to happen. But when they do come in with the, the younger family members, quite often they've got an iPad and they're just kind of sat there in the corner like that, just quietly doing their thing and mesmerized by what's on the screen. And this is one of the big things that um, that young people growing up now or over the last 10 years have had to contend with in so much as they, we have a normal alignment of our spine. We should be nice and upright. And how we use it is how it develops. And, and when we're growing up from, from the point of view of when you're born, you actually you don't have these curves. We just have one long curve, you're round in the womb. And as you go through the normal process of crawling and then walking, your spinal curves develop as a result of repetitive stress in a good way. And that helps gear the way in which our spine is aligned. But if we're spending hours and hours every day rounded over in this position, it leads to things not necessarily developing as well as they should do. And in the clinic, we see a lot of patients that are in their 20s and in their late teens that have spines that have alignments that are substantially worse than their parents, even though the degeneration isn't there. So if you've got back pain and you're watching this and you're sort of a quote unquote young person, we're as young as we feel, but you're sort of early 20s or maybe a little bit younger than that, then you 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 might be a bit miffed that maybe your alignment isn't as good as it otherwise could be and maybe it's worse than your parents but you won't really have the degenerative change or you're less likely to have had the degenerative change that someone who's maybe in, a little bit older will have because you won't have had it invariably for as long but we are seeing some of these alignment issues getting a little bit worse now if you're growing up around technology you know you've got the smartphones etc 
and then we move into study. So people that may be growing up uh, in the sort of 60s, 70s and 80s, then there probably wasn't as much in the way of people going to university as there is now. Now, more or less, everyone seems to go to university in some degree. And you're going through a period where you've been using technology all the way through your childhood years, your teen years. So there's lots of video games, iPhones, etc. You're like that all the time on the phone. And many of you guys who are parents watching this right now, you'll know that that's the case because it happens in the house. And, and there seems to be an ongoing battle of parents trying to get their kids off the smartphone and out and doing something active, which is 100% correct. Um, but then you go into university and you're still doing more of the same. So if I compare, this is very anecdotal, but my grandfather joined the military when he was 14. Whereas the average person now is still studying. They're still sat reading books at the age of 22, 23 years old. Maybe they're doing a master's straight after the bachelor's. And they're going through this extended period where you're sat down for long periods and you're not as active as you otherwise could be. And all of these things start to add up. And we find that you've got inappropriate muscle uh, strength and stability. We've got maybe movement pattern problems. We haven't been as active as maybe our, our, our older siblings or uh, previous, uh, you know, older family generations. And therefore these movement inabilities, these lack of flexibility, et cetera, this lifestyle that we've grown up with has led to a number of factors that we discuss, and I'll get into a little bit later in this video, that mean that when we do unfortunately injure ourselves, we have a lot more barriers to overcome. We maybe haven't used our core, developed our core strength as well as it should be. We've maybe got poor flexibility because we've been sat down for long periods. Maybe our alignment has gone awry because it hasn't developed as well. It's developed to the way in which we use our body. So all of these things then become barriers when we do eventually injure ourselves. And anyone can injure their back. It seems that there's a lot of what's called memes on the internet of, uh, you know, saying, oh, I'm 20 and I feel like I'm a lot older and all these sorts of, sort of anecdotal uh, photos and things being shared on things like Instagram, etc., that um, just kind of uh, highlight the fact that young people maybe are feeling like their backs are a lot worse. And it seems like a running joke at the moment that young people's backs are feeling a lot worse than they otherwise think they should. I think part of that is you can injure your back at any age uh, at all. It's just that when we injure it when we're younger, people seem to think that there's uh, it's, it's less, less likely. Um, but if we've got all of these things that have built up over the years, bad alignment, et cetera, then it can mean recovering is a little bit more difficult. So what essentially is causing your back pain and how have these things developed badly? Well, if we're sat for long periods, maybe it's studying, maybe it's playing video games, maybe it's just texting on your phone or, or WhatsApping, et cetera, et cetera, or checking social media for extended periods. If we're sat slouched all the time, we're slouched in this chair, we lose that normal alignment. We flatten the lumbar lordosis. Instead of having a nice erect spine with a nice smooth curve through it, we're constantly stressing this back out. And that leads to tension developing down here. So your back feels stiff all the time. You wake up in the morning, it feels stiff and uncomfortable because you're stretching all of these muscles. And then it comes to sort of a lack of knowledge because your back isn't necessarily going to be your specialty unless you're maybe a biology student or um, you know a, a physiotherapy student, for example, you won't necessarily fully understand the spine. So you then try and stretch out this, stretch out this even more, and that creates further issues. Maybe you're sitting down to rest your back when actually that's making things worse. So we've got a flat lumbar lordosis, the curve isn't appropriate, and we're maybe doing wrong exercises to stress it even more. And what this does over time is it starts to put pressure down on these discs at the bottom part of your spine, and that gives you that sort of aching feeling across the back. It can progress onto things like sciatica, et cetera. But these are the sorts of things that can develop if we're not using our body effectively and if we're spending too much time sat down on a daily basis. And that is something that young people seem to be doing an awful lot more than maybe they were in previous generations. So this extended sitting is causing the spine to 
develop in a way that's not as good or not as advantageous for the future. So the second thing is if we're not as active as we should be, we have poor muscle control. We see a lot of younger people that come into the clinic anyway, and this is obviously a, uh, you know, our experience in the clinic over the years rather than sort of a, a sample of research. But a lot of young people that seem to injure their back, they have poor movement patterns. They're not, when they're doing a thing like a squat, they're, they're not able to move in a way that's very dynamic and very controlled with all the muscles and various parts working together with one another seamlessly. They, they move in a bit of a clunky way. It's not as fluid as it otherwise should be. And part of that might just be the individuals haven't maybe partaken in certain sports as they're growing up but the movement is bad and if the movement's bad then it jars the joints it puts pressure on the back and means that when the back is injured our movement our, our labored movement is is even worse for that lower back and then because we have that bad movement maybe we haven't got the flexibility so moving on to things that we discuss in our back in shape we talk about when you first injure your back the right things are really really important and we want to improve the flexibility in these hip joints we want to make sure these hips can move through good ranges of motion so that the back doesn't have to and that's a really, really important thing. If we're sat down for extended periods on a daily basis, our hips are going to be rather stiff and rigid. And we need to work that out and improve the flexibility in those hips so the back takes less strain. We need to work our midsection so our, our core gets stronger. And that does not mean going over and doing sit-ups and planks, as we hear so frequently. They say, oh, yeah, my, my friends go to the gym and, and they do sit-ups. They said I should do more sit-ups, you know, uh, to, to strengthen my core. Well, that's not going to help. If we've already got a flat back here, and we're lying on our back doing that repetitively for extended periods, does that look like it's really gonna help the back? No, it's not gonna help the back. It's, it's, it's misinformation, it's, it's not a good idea. Uh, and as I've mentioned before, how many times have you worked really hard to bend down and pick that thing up off the floor by tensing your abs to get down to the ground to pick up a pen? Okay, we don't do that. We, we engage our core and we slowly lower down to pick things up. So training the, your core by doing repetitive sit-ups and forward bending is not uh, advisable and it's not appropriate. So we want to be mindful of that. We want to do the right sort of exercises. And then again, it's, it's, it's the same as any sort of age. If you're a young person watching this and you've got back pain, you've got to do the same things that anyone else, the same things your parents would do to reduce the inflammation, to improve your core strength, to improve the flexibility in your hips and unload that spine. And that's the stuff we talk about in our back in shape. So with that being said, we can get into Q&A. Okay, awesome. Good morning, everybody. Uh, just jumping on to YouTube, Richard Sylvester said, want to show the kids, I think. Um, and I completely yeah. agree. I think it is very important. Um, Alex Vesco on Facebook has said, I seriously worry about my teenage boys who are constantly hunched over their Xboxes and iPhones. Yeah. I'm um, going off that. Any kind of practical advice that we can that we can give you know everybody to do at home whether they're a teenager watching this or maybe a parent it might be harder for a parent to encourage their teenager to actually go through the full program but maybe doing the towel at the end of the day or something yeah like i mean a lot of these games well some of them don't some of them do but some of the sort of the uh, the games will have intermissions between games etc and that's kind of understanding what games are they playing um, so they're playing like the football games or the shooting games there's generally going to be intermissions between the games where you can get up walk around move a little bit more. Ideally, yes, you wouldn't spend hours and hours on there every day, that, that's important. Um, and it is an ongoing battle and I'm not sure too much, that's more down to a, a, a negotiation with the teenager rather than, than logical, clear advice, because I could say that, but you've got to get the person to do it, which is really, really important. And that is, I think, a big concern of a lot of parents. Um, they come and say, look, I, I don't know what to do because they won't, 
they're nice and nice and engaged when they've got the iPad or when they're playing video games, especially over the last few months where it's been in lockdown. It's difficult. You can't even go outside or haven't been able to go outside for a long period. So it is a difficult challenge. But doing the same stuff. Hey, look, you've been playing. You've been playing on the Xbox. You've been playing on the PlayStation for the last two hours. Just get on the towel and go and do something. Go for a walk. Yeah. You know, you, sometimes there's a good negotiation tool. Is that look, if you could just take a ten minute break, I don't mind you going back on there. You know, fine. But just go and have a walk around the block. You know, and 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 uh, one thing to bear in mind is if they're playing online games, they can't pause it. That's one thing that really does, really does, uh, does uh, will create conflict. I think so. If they finish a game, go out, have a walk. You know, lie on the rolled up towel. That will help them because it's going to take the load off their spine. And but generally, just being more active, getting that motivation to be more active. You know, partaking in sport, those sorts of things will really, really help them. Yes, Alex said this is excellent. I'm going to show this presentation to my boys. They don't listen to me, so hopefully they'll pay attention to you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, brilliant. Uh, Kate has said my daughter is a primary school teacher. She spends a huge amount of time bending over children at yeah. their desks, um, knowing how she should really go down and perhaps kneel with them. Um, but when you have so many children, this is not practical. Um, even the children at such an early age are hunched over their computers at their desks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's really bad. Um, I mean, you, you, to to set things up properly for the, for the kids is, I suppose, if you can get them to sit well in your class. And uh, was it was it sister's class or, or daughter's, daughter's daughter's class? Yeah, if you can get them to sit well in their class or get the kids to sit well in the class, then at least they're going to develop good posture um, rather than hunched over like that. But you've got to remember they're growing. So when they're going through these growth spurts, it's also very difficult because the muscles are basically being pulled apart by the bones growing. So they're going to get a bit of stiffness and discomfort, particularly in the middle back area. You can do, especially for active boys, uh, sort of this this rib cage area here from here down to sort of here on the back in the uh, this section through here. You really can get a good bit of discomfort when you're growing. But if you can help encourage those guys to sit up well, and then maybe take breaks, even in the class, like if you can intersperse it, depending on what age group this is, if you can intersperse part of the schoolwork with moving around, that would really be to their benefit and just get them a little bit more mobile and, and it really would be very beneficial for their health and well-being uh, in the class. And obviously for you as a teacher, um, people say this all the time that it's not it's not practical for me to go down on on, on my knee next to, next to the kids, et cetera, but because it's tiring and it, it is tiring constantly doing lunges and things, but our bodies are adaptive. And as you go down and you do these lunges more with each one of the kids, maybe there's 30 kids in the class, um, you're gonna find that actually it gets easier, your body gets stronger, you get more able to do it. And what was a chore going down on one knee next to all the kids to get on sort of their level, I know that's a, that seems to be a thing, um, you know, to, to you know, engage with the kids a bit better rather than looking down at them. Um, it's good for your neck as well. Um, but going down on one knee, it will get easier and it will get less of a chore. A lot of these things are, a chore to look after our back but really it takes literally one second to kneel down instead of standing instead of instead of bending over and it will be to your benefit if you can get into the habit of doing that and this is a good example for the kids as well um yes faye has said since i've been doing this my nine-year-old son walks around telling our family members to sit up and have better posture yeah, <laughs> yeah. So some some young kids will really, really engage with that um, in a really nice way. And if you can, if you can get them at just that right age, and obviously, uh, I, I we don't have kids, but um, if you can't, you do see some kids really, really engage with this stuff at certain ages. And I know there's other ages where they won't engage with. Well, they'll engage with the exact opposite of what you say. Um, mm. But if you can catch them at the right age, doing that that sort of thing that you mentioned, Faye, it really can 
be so powerful because they'll get they'll get they'll that positive stick in their mind yeah they'll well, stick in their mind and it'll they'll get that positive reinforcement from doing it and telling others to do it and doing it themselves and then it'll become a habit and that'll really pay dividends later on brilliant uh, sarah has said i'm definitely sharing this with my 16 18 year olds uh, neither have back pain yet but both spend a lot of time in front of the screen also not necessarily gaming as one earns money from filming and editing um and the other studies are uh, hugely for uni uh, it might help them be more mindful for the future yeah i, I think issues. those yeah. guys that are filming and editing i mean we do a bit of film well, obviously we're filming right now and we do we do a good bit of editing not not to that level no. uh, we're very very simple on the stuff yeah. we do but uh, we're trying to get better but even that is you know you, you can catch yourself going into the screen so it's worth um suggesting you know even those sitting standing desks uh, they oh, can yeah. be really, really helpful. If you if you know your kid's going to get into an industry, uh, maybe they're, they're getting ready to go to university, they're doing a lot of stuff on Photoshop or, or whatever it may be, editing music or videos or photos, having that stand that standing desk in the in the house, th that some can be more expensive than others, and it's like anything, you know, to a certain degree, you'll get what you pay for at the end of the day. Um, some of them are motorized, some of them aren't. But if you are able to get them into the habit of using these sitting standing desks where they can transition from one to the other, that it will become part of the way in which they work mm -hmm. and therefore they'll have a lot better time at university uh, doing, you know, doing their job because ultimately that's what they're probably going to do yeah. for, for, the, for the future. And if we can get them into the right habits from a young age, it's going to be really, really good for them. The one thing I will say, those, uh, some of those um, moving electronic desks, they can be quite pricey. I think a good alternative is... Oh, the electric is, ones yeah, are really, yeah. I think a good alternative is, I mean, you do it quite often, kneeling on, on a towel on your knees. Yeah, I, I, just, I just switch over from kneeling. So like the chair and then now I'm kneeling and then we're back on the chair again. You know, you can't, you guys can't really tell too much of the difference, but it does make a good difference to your back when you're when you're working at the computer because it's about the same height approximately. That might just be because I've got weirdly long legs compared to my body, and other people might might not work so much for. But um, that's that's good. it's okay. something that does work work really really well. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, I think that is everything. Yeah. All the, all the questions and comments brilliant awesome well hopefully you guys found this interesting and just a bit of a better understanding especially if you're a young person watching this and you've had back pain or you've got back pain you understand a little bit more about why some of those things are and really how it's not that much different to anyone else's back pain no matter what age you are we all injure the same structures we all have the same sort of challenges it's just that some of them may come on when we're younger rather than when we're older uh the stuff we've got in our back in shape membership site will help you mm -hmm. you get in and, and, and inform yourself on what you should be doing um to, to deal with your back pain effectively again if you find this video helpful i know a number of you guys watching this have already said you share it with other people so we really appreciate that hopefully it'll help someone else maybe help help some of your teenage children as well uh be a little bit more mindful of, of looking after their back for the long term because you only have one you, you can't get a transplant or anything like that so look after the one you've got because it, it'll, it'll serve you well so if you're new to the channel please do consider subscribing hopefully you found this video really really helpful and we will see you guys tomorrow morning with another live stream have a great day